Hi, uh, my name is Mary Janet Poor, and I'm currently a Senior Vice President of Biology at Spotlight Therapeutics in the Bay Area. The work that we're going to discuss today is work that was conducted in my laboratory while I was Vice President of Oncology Research at Dynavax Technologies. Um, the paper that we're discussing is entitled, Low-Dose Metronomic Cyclophosphamide Complements the Actions of an Intertumoral C-Class CPG TLR9 Agonist to Potentiate Innate Immunity and drive potent T-cell-mediated anti-tumor responses. So as we appreciate in the, the field of cancer therapy, immune therapies have given us a leap forward with checkpoint blockade conferring durable responses in a subset of patients. And so this is a, a big breakthrough in the field, but it is appreciated by the field that in order to reach those numerous patients that are not impacted by the checkpoint blockade monotherapies, that we need to identify rational combinations to increase efficacy, ideally without introducing additional toxicity. So at Dynavax Technologies, our focus was on TLR9 agonism. And specifically, what we did here was develop a class C class of oligonucleotides that optimally activates TLR9 in plasmacytoid dendritic cells. And the importance of this is that while checkpoint blockade uh, takes the breaks off T cells, we need T cells to act on. And by stimulating plasma cytotide dendritic cells, we can activate the innate immune system to prime T cells on which the T cell, on which a checkpoint blockade can act. Furthermore, with the TLR9 agonists, what we learned is that to optimally activate them to confer this efficacy, we need to administer them intertumorally. So our TLR9 agonists are administered intertumorally, this them in juxtaposition with tumor antigen, and now we can optimally prime the T cell response to then combine with a checkpoint blockade. So work by my colleague Christiana Gaducci was foundational in showing that intertumoral administration of, of TLR9 agonists, specifically these class C agonists, um, combined with checkpoint blockade, conferred efficacy and cured mice of tumors. And we have since demonstrated in the clinic that this combination is quite efficacious. However, there are still patients that will not respond to this doublet. So what we undertook in my laboratory was to try to identify clinical compounds that could be rationally combined with this doublet to confer increased efficacy, again, without conferring additional toxicity. And so we looked to clinical agents, and there were a number of classes of compounds that could be rationally combined with TLR9 agonism. And for the context of this paper, we focused on chemotherapies. Now, chemotherapies at high doses actually are quite toxic, although they do confer some immune modulatory effects such as generating immunogenic cell death. But our interest was to look at them at low doses because there is a fairly significant literature showing that low-dose chemotherapies can have immunomodulatory effects that would be predicted to be complementary to our TLR9 agonists. So we did a thought exercise and then a small screen to hone in on where we wanted to focus. And we landed on a low-dose metronomic cyclophosphate 
bufosamide as an appropriate combinatorial candidate to complement the activities of our class C TLR9 agonists to optimally generate an immune response. Now, it should be noted that a low-dose cyclophosphamide has been in the clinic for uh, many years, uh, originally for anti-angiogenic properties and more recently appreciated for its ability to, to decrease uh, regulatory T cells. Also, others have combined low-dose cyclophosphamide with TLR9 agonists, although those other TLR9 agonists have been what we call class B TLR9 agonists. So in our class C TLR9 agonists, these are kind of optimal activators of TLR9 in that they both induce interferon and mature the plasma cytoid dendritic cell in contrast to other classes which kind of do one or the other. So what we did in this paper, which I think adds to our understanding, was not only did we demonstrate that the combination very potently regresses tumors, but we added some insight into the mechanistic insight into what's happening in what we call the tumor microenvironment. So tumors orchestrate their microenvironment to be immunosuppressive, such that even when we have a T-cell priming response like we get with giving our TLR9 agonists with a take off the brakes on the T-cell with checkpoint blockade, there's still suppression in that environment. So what we looked at was the ability of this combination to modulate the tumor microenvironment to make it more immune permissive. So while low-dose cyclophosphamide has been demonstrated to decrease Tgregs and do some good things, one of the knocks against it in, in our in the hypothesis is that it also has been shown by some people to increase what we call monocytic myeloid-derived suppressor cells, and these would be predicted to be immunosuppressive. So when we looked at the tumor microenvironment, what was going on, we were very delighted to see that, in fact, what we're observing in our tumor models is that the low-dose cyclophosphamide is actually decreasing mature uh, TAMs, mature tumor-associated macrophages, and increasing a population that are high in MHC class 2 and appear to be increased in their overall increasing the antigen processing in the tumor. So on balance, if in fact lodocyclophosphamide is inducing any suppressive effects, on balance, the anti-tumor effects, the immune permissive effects are actually dominating the picture. So that was very encouraging. And the other insight I think our paper brings to the field is that the kinetics of the changes in the TME are quite rapid. So when after only the first dose of the combination of both SD101 and our, our TLR9 agonist and low-dose cyclophosphamide, after the very first dose, we actually see dramatic changes in the tumor microenvironment to confer this anti-tumor response. Additionally, what was encouraging to see was that when we stopped the combination treatment, those changes in the tumor microenvironment and the immune responses actually are persistent. So I think the kinetics and understanding of the what's going on with the tumor microenvironment on a global stage in a global setting is kind of is what this paper adds to our understanding of combining low-dose cyclophosphamide with TLR9 agonists. What we would want to do next to better understand what's going on is to really dissect the functional components 
of each of these immune subsets to see what their contribution is. In the paper, we demonstrate that ultimately the anti-tumor responses are being mediated by CD8 positive T cells, that there is a memory response and all those things that we want to see. But, but to get there, I think there's more work to do to understand how the different, the modulation of the different immune compartments is getting us to that point. So that's biology standpoint. That's, I think, what needs to be done next to follow on our observations presented in this paper. And a bigger picture, the reason why we executed these studies was to inform clinical studies to improve clinical efficacy. And so I think our paper, together with other similar papers, suggests that adding low-dose metronomic cyclophosphide, which is quite feasible because it's a generic drug that is given orally as a pill, adding low-dose metronomic cyclophosphamide to a regimen of localized innate stimulation plus checkpoint blockade could confer significant benefit to patients. And so my hope is that this data will be considered in that light and may inform clinical studies that are actually happening now and could possibly benefit from adding this regimen. So I invite you to read some of the foundational research that was done by my colleague Christiana Goducci and her group in setting this up and to be on the lookout for clinical papers of our localized TLR9 agonists plus checkpoint blockade, which are uh, some are published and some are coming out. And then for the clinicians out there to consider adding low-dose metronomic cyclophosphamide to that regimen of localized innate stimulation together with anti uh, the checkpoint blockade. There are some studies right now with low-dose cyclophosphamide and checkpoint blockade, but I think it's really important that the localized innate stimulation be a part of that package. So thanks. experience working with Oncotarget has been quite positive. Um, we chose this journal because of its scope, and we thought that our work was a very solid piece of science and that it would fit very well into um, so the scope of Oncotarget. We were very pleased with the rigorous review of our document. We, our manuscript, we got um, good feedback from our reviewers that we were able to incorporate into the manuscript to improve it. Um, the logistics were and communication were quite optimal in the sense that there, we were dealing with real people in our correspondence with some of the back and forth. So I view Oncotarget as a very valuable journal. I think there are a lot of key publications that I have turned to in it as a journal. And I'm very, I feel very privileged that we are able to publish in Oncotarget and it's been a very positive experience.